You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's one o'clock. We are in America's Web Radio, the most eclectic mix of conservative shows in America's radio. And this is... Let's talk Venezuela. It's one o'clock. Yes, we are in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are with the legend, David Moxley. <laughs> and... Hello, Brett. Hello. Hola. Uh, hola. Hola. <laughs> hola. <laughs> Improving like your Spanish, my friend. <laughs> well, la during this week, we have the 19th anniversary of the events of the 11th, 12th, and 13th of April in uh, Venezuela. Do you remember the uh, when uh, Chavez was was ousted for three days? Wait a minute, he was not ousted. He he resigned. He resigned. So yes. he was not ousted. Yeah, but he it's was. Like, it's the same semantic word that they use with the uh, with the Bolivar with the Bolivian president. How you call um, Evo Morales? Did they say that, that they took him out? No, he resigned. He resigned. Both of them resigned. Yeah. And then, then the, um, the media is trying to portray like they were ousted out. Yeah, you are right. You know, they always change the 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 narrative. The narrative, so yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that he was out of power for three days. Um, it was a very heavy crisis that was not resolved by the militaries. At the end of the line, they decided first to put Pedro Estanga <coughs> uh, in power okay. for only 24 hours because all the people who supposed to be in line for constitutionally they fled you know they they hide and uh, suddenly the president of the uh, chamber of commerce was the one who took um, care of what is going on in Venezuela. For how long Pedro Estanga was president? It was a very short time, less than 24 hours. 24 hours? Yes. Yes. It was very for a very short time because uh, nobody wanted to to take responsibility of the state at that moment. No device president because, because Chavez was gone. Everybody, everybody fled at that moment. Okay, and that uh, was that sounds like a retreat. Everyone. I mean, they cause the problem and they retreat. Yes, they retreat. So they expose those ones who were now with Chavez, and then uh, they put him back. Chavez. But curiously, that that event consolidated power uh, Chavez in power. So it was a retreat tactic. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. it was a retreat tactic. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, 
where you were uh, at that moment? That was what year? 2002. In Venezuela? Um, no. Let me see. 2002, no, I was, in, I was here. Uh -huh. I was here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh -huh. I yeah, was in 2002, uh, I was waiting for my my permanent resident to come up, mm -hmm. right? And I was quiet. I didn't have no opinion on politics, internal or external. At I was all. quiet because that was one of the requirements back then when you are looking for permanent residency and you're waiting for those papers and then when you before you become citizen mm -hmm. you're supposed to have your mouth shut you don't intervene in the internal political arena of the United States exactly. but it's not today like that no. a lot of them come here and they had opinions here opinion over there and they intervene they even most of them have even ONG you know those organizations promoting promoting socialism and they're waiting for residency here yeah You know, I'm talking about Venezuelans. Okay. okay. So, uh, during all this period of time, you see a lot of uh, individuals mm -hmm. that support the Venezuelan regime. Mm -hmm. One of the most important is the people who financially support the operations of the regime. If you got the the financial part of the of the chain, the link, the 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 link that support financially the regime, mm -hmm. well, you have a lot of uh, to gain. Mm -hmm. uh, one of these individuals, his name is Alex Saab. This is from today. This Alex is from today. Yes. So he supports not Chavez, but no, he, no. he supports Nicolas me, Maduro regime. Let me, yes. Okay. Yes. He is uh, one of the covers of Nicolas Maduro. Mm. He's one of the people that is subject of interest for the Treasury Department of the United States of America, okay? And during the during the uh, Trump administration, okay. he got into the Interpol list of most wanted. So, if somebody make it to the Interpol list, what are the requirements to, to get that, that recognition yeah. from the Interpol? You have to uh, commit crimes, mm -hmm. establish as a crime in every country in the world. Okay. Okay, he's not... He's not uh, In jail, he's in jail right now, and uh, we will explain how he he, he landed in jail. Okay, mm -hmm. and he is asked for extradition mm -hmm. on uh, from a uh, African country that approved that extradition. The problem is that the policy against the Maduro regime is changing with the new administration. Of course, Democrats are in charge. 
The, okay. the treatment is different. The treatment is different. Mm -hmm. So I would like to have um, have uh, the profile of the, of this most wanted criminal mm -hmm. for the United States of America and other countries. And the Interpolis. Okay. And how is his links with Nicolás Maduro Moros. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. His name is Alex Saab. Mm -hmm. His uh, real name is Alex named Saab Moran. Remember that in Latin America we, we use have. both uh, last names. Yes. He's a Colombian-born businessman of Lebanese descent mentioned in the Panama Papers. Do you remember the Panama Papers? The Panama Papers was the, um, the one that a lot of people were laundering money. Exactly. And, uh, it's like a, the Cayman Island instead of the Cayman is in, in Panama, you know? Yeah, exactly. The Panama Papers. All these uh, Venezuelans used, were going to Panama too. It was it was uh, uh, a file mm -hmm. that uh, it was in a computer on a in a lawyer's uh, place mm -hmm. and over there appears the list mm -hmm. not only of uh, everybody who laundered money through Panama. <coughs> mm -hmm. Okay? <laughs> a lot of Venezuelans. Okay. Yes. Who has also been mentioned in journalist investigation for conducting businesses with an estimated amount of 135 million with the Venezuela government. Mm -hmm. Unlike other Colombian businessmen who had to stop exporting to Venezuela due to uncertainty regarding the payments of, co of and currently currency controls. Mm -hmm. Saab's name also appears in the FinCEN files. So there so are three different... Three different lists. Yes. Okay. Where he became a subject of interest. As of October 2018, he has been investigated by Colombian authorities for alleged mother, money laundering mm -hmm. to do to his relationship with the Venezuelan government between 2004 and 2011. Mm -hmm. During the course of this investigation, his fiscal and accountant reviewer has been arrested and charged by the prosecutor's office in Colombia. Mm -hmm. During a fuel stop at Cape Verde, mm -hmm. Alex Saab was arrested while his way from Iran to Venezuela on a business jet on June 12, 2020. Saab was arrested in accordance to the Interpol Red Notice in relation to his indictment in the United States accused of money laundering. Mm -hmm. Alex Saab is the son of a Lebanese immigrant who settled in the city of Barranquilla and opened various businesses, finding success in Colombia's textile industry. You have to understand that Colombia has one of the largest textile industry in Latin America. They export a lot of, of fabrics. Fabrics, okay. Okay. 
Saab began his career in Barranquilla, selling business promotion keychain and subsequently work uniforms. Eventually, Saab was mixing between a group of recognized Colombian businessmen and ended up exporting merchandise to Venezuela using the Cadivi currency system, mm-hmm. in which he uh, had free capital mobility. Mm-hmm. According to a source, during this time, Saab accumulated millionaire debts after the suspension of foreign exchange payment by the Venezuelan government, Mm -hmm. which in turn alleged that some businessmen in the country had cheated the Cadivi system (laughs) for a millionaire sum. So now there are two countries Mm -hmm. at that moment who Mm -hmm. asked for the... Uh, we will return with this profile after these messages. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the the, the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're with Alex Sapp profile. And who's this uh, criminal? Who's okay. This? <laughs> uh, they said that a lot of these people cheated the Cadiv system that is uh, differential you know when you um, import some things from uh, to Venezuela mm-hmm. the government gives gave you a preferential uh, uh, it's a different uh, preferential interchange exchange from the dollar to bol- to the bolivar so if the dollar in venezuela let's say on during caribbean time cost 2000 bolivares for a regular person mm-hmm. for this guy how much he would have could been paying? be could be half of that or 500 500 500 yeah. bolivares yeah man that's that's a preferential treatment yes a lot many many bolichicos mm-hmm. became millionaires in that time, oh, okay? okay, because there is there is a link, a connection between the, what happens at that time and how is the economy 
that's moving in Venezuela right now. Uh, basically, it's the same players, mm. okay? Saab was not accused of such fraud. Univision mentioned that his journali journalist, Gerardo Reyes, was sued by this businessman following his publications that he was involved in Caribe. Mm -hmm. Okay, he doesn't say that he didn't say that that he was uh, involved directly in the fraud, mm -hmm. but he was using the Cadiz system. Okay, <laughs> he was. Uh, that's a semantic. <laughs> that's a semantic. Yeah, Saab was also enriched due to material suppliers business of the housing mission in Venezuela. Ooh, that was when they used to build those little houses for the poor people mm -hmm. and give them free. Mm -hmm. And at the end, those houses were cracking and they were and falling I, in pieces. Yes. He couldn't, I mean, yes, they finished the houses, but the foundation was not good. The, the structure wasn't good. Two years later, after the people were living in the house, they're cracking down and falling. They, they, they <coughs> use, for example, they use Chirac to cover the exterior of a building. Mm -hmm. So after two years with the rain, mm -hmm. the Chiroc took water uh -huh. and, and exploded, you know? I remember seeing some apartments, mm -hmm. apartments mm -hmm. falling. Yes. Apartments. Apartments. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they, they build those. Apartment buildings, yeah. Yeah. So, um, on November 28, 2011, the Colombian-Venezuela Agreement of Global Construction Fund was signed, whose legal representative was Saab. So, Saab from Colombia and Venezuela. Yes. Which resulted in a contract of $685 million for the construction of prefabricated homes in Venezuela. Yep. Those are the ones that I was talking to you. Yes. While the organization was being investigated by the Ecuadorian government for alleged money laundering, Thousands exports uh, to through false exports to Venezuela. The event was attended by President Juan Manuel Santos and Hugo Chavez. Yep. As was the then the Foreign Minister Nicolás Maduro. He he attended yeah. to that too. Yes. Sub lawyers Abelardo de la Espriela assured the uh, W Radio at the time that the headquarter of the Global Construction Fund in Ecuador had no connection with the Colombian businessmen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's talk about investigation. Saab has sold food to Venezuela for more than $200 million in negotiations signed by President Nicolás Maduro. This is present. Mm. Through a registered company in Hong Kong and China. On the 23 August 2017, the Venezuelan Attorney General Luisa Ortega Diaz names Alex Saab as the owner of the Mexican firm group Grand Limited. Uh -huh. 26 along with Colombian businessmen Álvaro Pulido and Rodolfo Reyes, presumably President Nicolás Maduro, and dedicated to sell food to the club. Bingo! Oh, so you have, now, now you have this this uh, this Kadivi thing, the housing, and, and the, food, the food, and the food. Okay, and all that the all that things overpriced. Okay, and especially money laundry. Because there is a monopoly. That's when you 
things like that happening when it's a monopoly. You put the price, whatever price, and they have to pay for it because there is no other there is no other way for competition exactly. to supply. So the food was coming from Mexico. Uh, you have to read this, yeah, this, okay. the rest of the thing because okay, it's Sam there. would have met Alvaro Pulido in 2012 when he was dedicated to supplying the Saab company, but this activity would have stopped doing in the 2014. So basically, uh, uh, seven years ago. Seven years ago. Censorship. On 11 September 11, 2018, the National Commission of Telecommunication, CONATEL, of Venezuela, banned the publication of information about Alex Saab. Now the communication system is being censored. Censor. You cannot be talking about this man. And this man. Okay? Uh, you so cannot this man talk has about a monopoly on... You cannot talk about this man for nothing. Yeah. For about nothing. So this guy has a monopoly on the food supply. He got monopoly in the housing supply. He uh. got monopoly in the texture supply. Yes. He got... He's the main... <laughs> He's more powerful than the president. Almost. Yes. Almost. Okay. Um, uh, this gonna tell ban the publication of information about Alex Saab to the journalist of the Armando that info web portal, who have published research papers in which they point to Saab as a alleged member of acts of corruption that would exist around the business and distribution of food club. In the document that is addressed to the journalist Robert Denise and signed by the general director of Conatel Vianney, Miguel Rojas, mm -hmm. prohibit citizens Robert Denise, Machin Jose Politzku, igual Carlos Chanferper, Chanfender, and Alfredo Jose Mesa publish and this disseminate through the digital media specific on the site of Armando Info mentioned that go against the honor and reputation of citizen Alex Nain Saab until the end of the present uh, process in the case that is being pursued against the aforementioned citizens. The ban was denounced by the Venezuela National Press Workers Union, SNTP. Since the publication or report of Alex Saab, the Armando Info site has suffered massive cyber attack. Of course, warning that the ban of mentioning the entrepreneur in successive research work increases the threat. Robert Denise rejected the measure, recalling that after the republication, the journalistic team had previously been treated by via Twitter. They were banned from leaving the country on the 11th court in Caracas and now they are forbidden to continue sub investigation. So the media out because they don't mm -hmm. they um, they supposed to not talking anything about sub uh -huh. anything. Nothing. Okay, denouncing that according to the logic of the judge of taking Alex Saab's lawsuit against journalists from... So, Alex Saab is, the, is suing the journalists. Yeah. Because that, they, are that, saying, they, are, they are saying something is wrong here. Yeah. Remember... Doesn't remind you that what's going on here with the Hunter, Hunter uh, and Yes, Biden it's and exactly it's the, the same, same tactic. tactic. The same. Go, Go ahead. Okay. Uh... So, they said that Alex Saab's honor and reputation mm -hmm. are above the possibility that Venezuela know the business behind of class. Mm 
-hmm. Remember, CLAP is the, the boxes that the government is giving uh, people. Let me, explain, let me explain a little bit more what is a CLAP. CLAP is, I call my family, I still have families in, in mm -hmm. Venezuela. They receive CLAP. Okay, those people. Once a month. Once a month. It's a box filled up with some food, but it's not perishable food. It's like rice, sugar, oil, beans. Okay, uh -huh. most of those food inside the box are not even good. For example, the rice comes sometimes with some. ¿Cómo se llama gorgojos? Some uh, animals. Some you know little living animals uh -huh. in the rice, and so on with, the, with protein. With the <laughs> <laughs> That's not protein. So, Isn't it, David? <laughs> That's not protein. <laughs> it's a protein, no? <laughs> no, it's not protein. So um, so they're charging, they're, they're buying this food from Mexico, you know, probably. Here I will, I will explain that. The four journalists were sued by Saab for continuous aggravated defamation and slander aggravated in Caracas. Mm -hmm. On September 8, 2018, one of the SAP's lawyers filed a complaint with the prosecution for attempt extortion of part of an alleged public official who is providing confidential information about investigative proceedings against Saab family using WhatsApp and Telegram message in exchange for some economic or labor purpose. Mm -hmm. On October 12, Eddie Andres Pinto a patronal of the the Dijin, who served as in the interception analyst, accepted the extortion charges that were imputed to him. According to the complaint in the audios and WhatsApp capture provided therein, Pinton request COP 500 million in exchange for erasing all information that existed on behalf of Saab. Listen, WhatsApp supposed to be an encrypted mm -hmm. system, mm -hmm. okay? And this guy broke that code, mm -hmm. the encryption, and intercept WhatsApp did in WhatsApp and Telegram. That's why I am not okay. Finally, something is good and working for us. Yes, <laughs> breaking the yes, the but, code. but you know that no no WhatsApp nor Telegram are what they said. What they what say. they promise they promise. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. okay. Also stating that th there was nothing that compromised the businessman or his family but that they are going to be captured as a measure of pressure. So, you know, now the, the businessman who make business with Venezuelan government mm -hmm. is under the... Uh, is under the investigation of the, of the Venezuelan government also. So now you have United States... Colombia Venezuela. and Venezuela uh -huh. looking for this guy. Uh, we will explain the criminal charges after these messages. Hi, 
This is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, let, let, me, Sorry, let, me so read, let me read it. What is the Panama Paper? The Panama okay. Paper contains, uh, the document contains personal financial information about wealthy individuals and public officials that had previously been kept private. While offshore business entities are legal, okay, they are legal. Mm-hmm. Reporters found that some of the Mossack Fonseca Shell Corporation were used for illegal purposes, including fraud, tax evasion, and evading international sanctions. Mossack Fonseca was the lawyer firm in Panama. Exactly. So, laundering. Money laundering. All this is laundering. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Criminal charges. Why this United States is prosecuting this guy? That's my question. On on May 8, 2019, the Colombian Prosecutor Office charged Saab with crime of money laundering, a concern to commit crimes, illicit enrichment, exports and fictitious imports, and aggravated fraud from events related f- to his Chantex company. Since September 2018, he's considered a fugitive in Colombia for failing to attend any judicial proceeding, even with a firm arrest warrant. On July 25th, 2019, the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Southern District of Florida charged Saab and another Colombian businessman with money laundering related to a 2011-2015 scheme to pay bribes to take advantage of Venezuela's government set exchange rate. Why in Florida? 
Why that was taken in Florida? He was living in Florida at one point? No, because when the the Southern District is um, it's a federal um, court mm -hmm. that is related of anything that has to do with money laundering that affect the United States of America. Remember, mm -hmm. who's the owner of dollars? America. America. Mm -hmm. So any criminal involvement mm -hmm. with U.S. dollars mm -hmm. implies that they are breaking the American law, no matter where, where they, they are located. Yes. Okay. So. The sanctions. Oh. On 25th July 2019, the United States of Treasure imposed sanctions on 10 people and 13 companies from Colombia, Hong Kong, China, Mexico, Panama, Turkey, the United Arab Emirates, and the USA. Ooh. In a Venezuela food subsidiary club called Club, which includes Nicolas Maduro Stepsons, and Saab himself. According to the statement of the Treasury Secretary Stephen Muchin, the corruption network that operates the CLAP program has allowed Maduro and his family members to steal from the Venezuelan people. They use food as a form of social control to reward political supporters political and supporters. to reward political supporters I'm sorry and punish opponents so if the opponents they don't give them food no, so exactly. starving yes okay all the while all the while pocketing hundreds of millions of dollars through a number of fraudulent schemes mm -hmm. the Maduro government rejected sanctions calling it sign of desperation by the gringo empire Maduro say imperialists prepare for more defeat because the club in Venezuela will continue. No one takes the club away from the people. A communique from the Venezuela Foreign Ministry denounces the repeated practice of economic terrorists by the U.S. government against the Venezuelan people, announcing measurement whose criminal purposes is to deprive all Venezuelan on the right to food. Wow. The thing... We always are to blame. The thing is that this guy already is considered a white-collar criminal, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. That's his reputation in Venezuela, in Colombia, in the United States. But here's the interesting thing. During a fuel stop at Cape Verde... That's in Africa. Mm -hmm. It's an island. Mm -hmm. Alex Saab was arrested while in his way from Iran to Venezuela. Wait a minute. So he escaped from Colombia without warring. He left and he yes. was traveling all countries. Oh, yeah. Like free, like a free bird? Especially he is the one who has deep relations is the link mm -hmm. between the Venezuelan government and the Iran government. The Iran, okay. Because remember, this guy, he he is uh, capable to speak Arabic. Arabic, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, remember, so he his family was from Lebanon. Okay. Okay. Um, on a business yet on... June 12, 2020. Mm -hmm. 
Saab was arrested in accordance to an Interpol red notice. That was last year. In relation to his indictment to the United States, accused of money laundering. Remember, money laundering is always creates a, a way to clean mm -hmm. dirt money Dirty into money. legit mm -hmm. sources. Yeah, okay, uh -huh. <coughs> uh, that's and that's what he's he was doing during more than 20 years. Okay, and that and this is related to the, to more the more than 20 years. Yeah, and uh, remember that this is related also with drug cartels. Remember that one of the main incomes of the Venezuelan government mm -hmm. is uh, is drugs, is coke delivering to Europe. So for okay. 20 years. For 20 years. So the Obama administration knew about this. Absolutely. And, and Trump administration too. Yes, but Trump administration did the correct thing, uh, accusing this guy. Mm -hmm. And let's... Uh, talk about the uh, what is the involvement of the Venezuelan government right now in this. Shortly after his detention, two days after of his detention on June 14th, Venezuela Foreign Affairs Minister tweeted in support of Alex Saab labeling his arrest as arbitrary and illegal. Mm -hmm. Journalist Robert Diniz expressed surprise by the, the declaration saying that after years denying or ignoring with Alex Saab, the government now called him a government agent and a Venezuela citizen. So he became an American citizen? Venezuelan citizen. Venezuelan citizen? Yes. On July 22, 2020, Baltasar Garzón said that he would represent Alex Saad in the extradition case. Remember, Baltasar Garzón was the judge that extradited uh, Augusto Pinochet. Okay? That, 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 that put Augusto Pinochet in jail while he was in London. Ese garçon de from 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 Spain. He, from Spain? A, he was at that time he was a, a judge in Spain and he when Pinochet went to to England under the uh, uh, health treatment mm -hmm. he made Pinochet mm -hmm. to be arrested mm -hmm. in Chi in Chile. Okay, okay he said. What is doing Garzón doing for now? Yeah. Now he wants to be. He he. Said he wants to defend. He was. He wants to defend Alex Saab. So. So you see a, a, a communist the lawyer communist, yeah, uh -huh. behind all this stuff. Okay. Yes. 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 On August twenty fifth, twenty twenty, the Attorney General of Cape Verde opened an investigation into two men who posed as representatives of Venezuelan President Nicolás Maduro in favor of Alex Saab. On August 28, 2020, Saab's lawyer stated 
that he was on a mission to Iran as an special envoy of Maduro to negotiate fuel and humanitarian supplies at the time of his arrest. So he was getting ready to put his hands in the humanitarian help too. Uh, no, and, and the and the and the fuel. That's what I'm saying. He okay. was ready to take his hand on that too. On that too. So in every opportunity that he has in Venezuela to put his hand and make money out of it, mm. he was going to be the leader of that specific program. Yes. Now, on November 30th, 2020, last year, okay, November uh, 30. After elections. After the election. After America's election. The Economic Community of West African States Court of Justice ordered Kay Berdet to grant house arrest to Alex Saab. On December 15, the Kay Berdet Court of Appeals ruled to refuse the decision, arguing that ECO was court lacks of the jurisdiction to force Cape Verde to take that decision. The people of the Economic Community of West African State Court of Justice mm -hmm. was pressure the Cape Verde government to take Alex up and to root him uh, in Cape Verde, mm -hmm. not to extradite <laughs> okay. So they are, they are moving their, 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 their threads. The, yes, they are moving their threads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. On December 29th, last year, Nicolás Maduro appointed Alex Saab as ambassador. To the African Union, the same one who were saying, no, he's going to stay there. Yes. <laughs> Seeking to send Saab to Ethiopia and to prevent his extradition. On January 5th this year, the Cape Verde Court of Appeals ruled in favor of Alex Saab extradition. On the 21st of January, authority of Cabo Verde announced that his transfer to house arrest was approved. Experts consult by Voice of America declared that after that decision, the risk of his escape increased exponentially. Of course. Yeah, because if he's in the house, he's going to escape. Yeah. In February 2021, this year, Venezuelan government organized a, a, a concert in support of Alex Saab and asking for his release. A concert. <laughs> Two ruling party deputies visiting Nigeria's embassy in Venezuela also asking for his liberation. Saab wife, Italian model Camilla Fabri, moved to Moscow with her family. Oh. <laughs> So, Russia is behind this, too. Yes. On, 22, on, on February 22, 2021, the United States District Court for the Southern District of Florida denied a request cancel SAF extradition request to the USA. An intelligent report, an intelligence report that the Financial Times has access to analyze more than half a million Twitter posts related to Alex Saab and concluded the Nicolás Maduro administration and or its proxies 
are involved in a coordinated campaign to influence both the government of, K of Cabo Verde and Cape Verde and its population to obstruct Alex Saab extradition. On March 15, 2021, the ECOWAS Corps ruled against Saab extradition, asking for his immediate release. On March 17, Cape Verde Supreme Tribunal approved Saab extradition request. Ah. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. one of the last things that the Trump administration did mm -hmm. was to send chips over uh, Cape Verde mm -hmm. to prevent Saab's uh, flee. To escape. Yes. Yeah, and he can you escape from Colombia now he can escape from So um, and the situation is uh, still on. Mm -hmm. There are American ships of the uh, territorial waters of uh, Cape, Cape, Verde, Cape Verde. Okay, and they have waiting just the order to bring from the administration. Yes. The thing is that under this administration, it won't happen. It is it, not that it won't happen because the extradition is approved on March 15, 2021, mm -hmm. just a month ago. Mm -hmm. And this is a very dangerous criminal. Uh -huh. Okay? And He's it was approved on the Biden administration. No, 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 no. On the Biden administration, That's what I'm but, but this is this is an order uh -huh. from the Supreme Court mm -hmm. of the Cape Verde Republic to extradite this guy. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we need to do is bring another plane, mm -hmm. a C-130, and bring this criminal over. And the United States under the Biden's administration did nothing mm -hmm. about this. I don't think they're going to do nothing. I don't yeah, think but they're going to uh, do anything. This is illegal. They, 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 Carlos, I understand what you're saying. This is a legal matter. But we are being ruled by unlawful people. Yes. Even Biden sitting in that chair, in that be living in that house, he is not legal. No. He is an usurper. Yes. So is. how do you expect somebody who doesn't follow the uh, I mean, they are unlawful people. They're going to put the law on somebody else. So, this is this is the kind of people this is who's ruling the world right now. Right now, exactly. Okay. And, and Venezuela is all in the center of the hurricane. It's the eye of the hurricane. Yeah, it's yes. the eye in of so, the hurricane. In some way, yes. Because if you have the approved the extradition request, mm -hmm. okay, this is not a matter of policies. Mm -mm. This is a matter of law. Of law. Okay. The, the, the question now is, are they going to execute the law or are they just going to let him go? Like every Democrat administration do. Look how Obama helped out Chavez and all these people 
to get this kind of power. Look at this yes. now. Okay, and now the Biden administration will allow that too because that's their agenda. And uh, and if they they know there is uh, some morality things that says, okay, if you are doing this against this guy, you cannot be uh, have any kind of leniency if you are in disgrace, you know, because unfortunately, mm -hmm. this kind of people mm -hmm. is the one who is ruling the world right this now. Type, yeah, the right okay, now is unlawful this, people. You you just changed the name of Alex Saab and put Hunter Biden, and it's the same kind of. Well, people. what about Bill Gates? Everything is reversing now with the vaccine. Okay? Um. With the vaccine now. For example, Venezuela is taking advantage of the crisis, you know, the mm -hmm. virus crisis to this froze, to take funds that are frozen in America to pay for the vaccines that are going to be used in Venezuela. Uh huh. Okay. If the thing is that that is not a vaccine, that's a treat. Yeah, but and, and they, they are selling us that injection uh -huh. like a vaccine, and it's, it's not, not a vaccine. A vaccine. No, it's a it's treatment. Not. It's a treatment. So the semantic war, you know how they they ch like I was saying from the beginning, they just changes some little words and they make it look like it is. It's not yes. a vaccine. Okay, for example. Here, I'm, I'm reading the news, okay? Mm -hmm. um, it says that Venezuela is going to produce vaccine for Cuba. Mm -hmm. But they want America to give them money so they can have the vaccine in Venezuela. So explain me how that works. It's money laundering. <laughs> it's money yeah. laundering. Even the pandemic is being used to, to money laundering. The pandemia. The pandemia. Exactly. Yes. The pandemia. Okay. Um, so, having this guy locked up mm -hmm. in his house in Cape Verde, mm -hmm. America asking, send him over here. But over there, the African region say, no, no, no. Yeah, but the the local the local court uh -huh. of Cape Verde uh -huh. approved the extradition, so he is in a legal limbo. Why? Uh -huh. Because right now the duty of the United States of America mm -hmm. is bring a plane or bring a boat or bring a submarine or whatever, okay, and bring that criminal over here. Okay, and that order is after a month. Mm -hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not being performed. No. So do you remember? Do you remember what happened with with uh, Manuel Antonio Noriega? That they've been grabbed immediately mm -hmm. and put in a plane and brought over I am here. Not, I am not from those years. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the uh, the face of Manuel Noriega when he was captured in Panama and brought over here with a DEA plane? 
How many days do they wait if to do that? After he said, I give up, uh -huh. less than six hours, he was in Miami. Wow. How, uh, how American sister changed, right? How everything changed. Yes. How many, how many years he's in, he, how, one year and something he's been in, in Cape? He's, in he, Cape, Cape, he, Cape Verde. Yes, he was arrested on, on June 2019. 19, okay. Okay, so, so he, he's going to be two years in June this year. Yes. And the, and the thing is, I don't know if it appears here, no. But the investigation mm -hmm. of uh, this guy uh, from the Switzerland government, mm -hmm. from the Swiss government. Swiss, okay. Yes. It says that in Switzerland there are uh, almost 22 or 25, I didn't remember the, the number exactly, accounts on of uh, this guy, Alex Saab, and the smallest amount in one account. In, one acc in, in, in those accounts, mm -hmm. uh, the smallest account is $234 million. Multiply 25 accounts? Yes. With Let's say twenty what? Two hundred. Two hundred thirty million dollars in each account in minimum. Each account minimum. So. So now they have also the Swiss government in his back, because this implies. Wait, 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 wait! That money is not coming from production from Venezuela because Venezuela is not producing anything. That that this is explaining that he is. Taking that money from somewhere, from somebody, from somebody. Okay, he's uh -huh. using his name to open these accounts. Okay, okay. Uh huh. But those mo that money doesn't belong to him. Yeah, but uh, how he back it up? For example, when I came from Guyana, the last time I went to Guyana, no. and I came here and I brought cash money in my hand, no. I have to back it up with something. Switzerland do not have require require that. Oh, I want to go live in Switzerland. Even even <laughs> the 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 until five years ago, mm -hmm. all the Swiss accounts were just numbers. You did. You cannot know who is the owner of, uh, of those accounts. That's change. Mm -hmm. The Swiss laws on banking change because individuals such as this criminal. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's the uh, same thing that the guy with the NTI, how do you call it? Um, with Chavez. Chavez. Ah, uh, yeah, the, the, this guy, exactly. The, um, what is his name? Um, in Miami, he's in jail now. Yes. The, he he got money for, you know, yeah, Chavez money. In there was, the, he, he, he's just the, the face uh, of the money of politicians, mm -hmm. Maduro or who knows mm -hmm. who else. Uh, he's taking that money and putting in these accounts in Switzerland. So you have the United States, you have Colombia, 
you have Hong Venezuela, Kong. Hong Kong. you have Hong Kong, and you have Switzerland mm -hmm. behind his. Russia, because uh -huh. his family moved to Russia. Yes. Uh, you have um, Spain, because the lawyer is in Spain. Uh -huh. And, and you have the African countries. And he is also him. a Venezuelan and Antiguan uh, citizen. So he shares Antiguan, Venezuelan, and Colombian citizenship. citizenship. What implies uh -huh. that even Antigua... Uh -huh. Could charge him also. In Antigua belongs to uh, Great Britain, right? Yes, it's part of the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. Okay. Oh, talking about the Commonwealth. So, so you you know you know what this implies? Yeah, that that explains why uh, WhatsApp is is trending with his name. Yes. Yeah, all Venezuelans are talking about. Who is he? What he was doing? What he did? And he what he's still doing? And where he is? And Reme what would be remember, his remember that for the last twenty years, the most. Uh, but, but I think he is one of the distraction because nobody's talking about Gabriela Chavez, who no, is another no. one. Nobody's this talking about the other people. If you multiply twenty-two times two hundred and thirty million. Mm -hmm. Gabriela Chavez is just a penny in the pocket compared with this guy. This guy, we're, we're talking about billions and billions of dollars. Okay? This, 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 in Europe. This, this, this guy is worse than Bernie... Bernie... The, the, the guy who... Ber Ber Bernie, the one who passed away yesterday. Oh, Madoff. Madoff. Okay? He's this worth the same way as Madoff? Oh, yes. But he just... $230 million minimum on each account times 22. He, he, he's the guy who broke Venezuela. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, this is the end of this program, I think. Yes, to a uh, minute. Uh, do you want to say uh, something? Man, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm speechless. Yours? I'm speechless because I thought that was another Gabriela, another no. no. Okay, I, we can continue talking about this next week, right? We well, can investigate a little bit more. Oh, so, yes. Because we are about to leave. Bye. Bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.